Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. It's like everything I do, I do it for you. It's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, I remember watching that movie a lot when yeah, it came like 46 out. 46 mean, times. Yeah, come on. Kevin Costner in that film. Oh, and also um, Al Rickman. Alan Al Rickman, Rickman! Right? Yes, yeah, Snape. Yeah, no, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Right? Wait. Wasn't he? Yeah, but isn't he Snape in Harry Potter? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and but... in, in Nakatomi Plaza, he's falling down, and then he's like, yippee ki mother, you know, that guy. Yes, that guy. That exactly. guy, he's all of those things. He's all of those things, and Alan Rickman is also in Galaxy Quest. Do you remember as whatever? Yes! The guy with the head, the, the fake headpiece, and he was... You know, we should not have allowed him to die. Oh, God, it Alan... was more from Alan Rickman. The Alan Rickman needed. was so good, yeah. Was, and who is Maiden Marion? Made Mary. Oh, what was her name? 90s actor. I can picture her, but I can't think of what her name is. All right. Well, people can always tweet at the show. Leave it in the comments on the podcast. Yeah. It was Made Marion and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner and Brian Adams doing the signature jam. Remember Kevin Costner? He's so good at the archery, but then her presence throws him off because of love. Because of love, and this, it was so powerful. And yeah. that song, that Brian Adams song, Everything I Do. I, I think do we should just start the podcast you. with Brian Adams. Let's start there. Yeah, should we? Yeah, let's okay. start there. Uh, did you check the levels? Let's check the. Hello. How are we doing? Levels are good. Great. Okay. Hey, and welcome to episode 44 of the Early Show Later podcast entitled Heavy Flowcast. And that will become clearer later in the podcast. I think. Do we talk about the rain later? Um. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe I don't, we we don't, don't really do. It was, no. it was just a theme of the program. No. So today. maybe maybe we should actually explain <laughs> explain why on the program we were yeah, talking like about. Imagine it. someone's listening to this podcast in a desert region, and I, they're they're finding the peak for the first time ever. They're like, every day of my life, it's forty degrees. I want to experience the culture of a land where it rains more. And they found our podcast. They don't know what Heavy Flow Day means. Well, Heavy Flow Day means, which is why we've entitled this episode Heavy Flow Cast, Heavy Flow Day is when it rains so much from the sky that it's like Mother Nature turned on a giant tap over everything. And it's just power, rain everywhere. You step outside, you get soaked in 10 seconds or less. That's that's what it's like here, and that's what it's going to be like here in Metro Vancouver over the next few days. So, yeah, we talked about that a lot in the radio pro- program. If you're new to, uh, you know, you're listening to this podcast, you discovered it wherever you discovered it. You're not normally a peak listener or a Vancouver person. You've maybe heard it rains in Vancouver a bunch. That's, there's a reason. That That's a thing. Because <laughs> it does. And this weekend is one of those days. Oh, uh, we're starting the show with, let's start with Brian Adams. Uh, Karis, you brought us a story of Brian Adams. Uh, he's going to be hawking oat milk. Yeah, a local Vancouver company is making oat milk and reached out to Brian Adams, knowing that he's vegan, and said, hey, would you want to partner with us and help promote our product? And he said, yeah, sign me up. And so Brian Adams is in on the oat milk. Michael Buble has his sugarless carbonated beverages in cans. Well, now Brian Adams responds with oat milk. 
his very own oat. Well, it's not his oat milk, but Brian Adams is apparently going to be a spokesperson for oat milk. Good morning. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy, 948. And I was reading an article in the Vancouver Sun about this uh, local company who makes an oat milk, a vegan milk alternative. And they reached out to Brian Adams because Brian Adams is a vegan and said, hey, Brian, you know, you're a local celebrity guy. Like, want to hop on with us on our uh, mood drink, apparently, is what it is. And he said yes. So he's going to be part of the, you know, he's going to be a spokesperson (laughs) for this oat milk vegan dairy alternative called mood drink. Yeah, I'm like, it's got to be dairy cream or I'm usually out. But... Oat milk is max. I'll be like, okay, this can still taste pretty good. I enjoy coconut milk too. Yeah, coconut milk. I like coconut milk. Yeah, nothing hits. Nothing hits the same as dairy cream. I no, I agree with. Keep that. working on it, science. I hope you get there. We, I, have, to, we have to get away oh, from the animal products. I understand that. I know, but the cow, man, the cow makes such beautiful, luscious Whatever. cream. Oat it's milk, hard. Oat milk latte. I can get involved mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Throw a little cinnamon in there. Throw cinnamon in everything, but throw that in there. It's like I'm drinking porridge in a good way. Yes, and you're being vegan, so good for you. And the fun thing about Brian Adams being part of this rebranding, not rebranding, but promotion of this product is that he's going to be reworking some of his songs to incorporate this new product. So, you know, it's it's a vegan oat milk, and so he's got Can't Stop This Vegan We Started. Oh, I like that. Which is good. Um, now it cuts like oat milk, but it feels so right. <laughs> or it cuts like a still cut oat. No, okay, I like this better. Yeah, that works. That works. Uh, one night love affair, pretending we don't care. Oh, and now we're left with oat milk. Oh, okay. I could. I would buy that if I saw that. I'm watching the news, and that commercial came on. What about Diana? That one just stays the same. Song's already perfect. Oh yeah. You don't even have to add oats. Yeah, you know, I would just play Diana, the most classic Brian Adams jam of them all. We will not be taking any texts on that right now. And then I would just say oatmeal. You know what I mean? Just play a song, perfect as it is, with no changes. That's beautiful. And say oat milk. And people will buy it. Of course they will. Put in cinnamon. Yes. All right, I think we got the jam here. This is a jam for Brian Adams selling oat milk. That's pretty good. Oh, I love that. I would, I'm finding it hard I'd buy to believe that. it is oat milk. I'd buy that. The early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. And now we turn our attention from uh, canned, from oat milk to canned peaches. We, well, we don't know, was peaches really in the cellar? We don't really know. We just started riffing on peaches. No, it was. I saw from the video. Yeah, it's a TikTok video of a yep. woman who discovers um, ancient tinned Canned goods, and it's like, hey, let's crack these open and have a bite. And I love these stories, Karis. Uh, good morning. You're listening to the uh, early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's uh, a little after seven o'clock, seven o five. You have a story of a woman who found ancient foods in her like house cellar. Yeah, she took over this old bakery building that I guess made, I think it was in her family. Anyway, it's. It's uh, old 1900s, maybe built in pre-1900s building. This is somewhere in the U.S. 
and she found a cellar. She goes into this old building that used to be a bakery. It's all kind of decrepit and everything. She finds a cellar in this building. She goes into this cellar and she finds canned food from 1904. Yeah, that's like OG tinned foods there. <laughs> yeah, and and there's stuff like, you know, pickles and peaches and strange like meat parts that have been canned. My favorite thing about her is she did exactly what I would do and crack one open to eat it. Would you eat it? Because she, <laughs> she did. She, she put a TikTok video up. It's her and her, uh, I think maybe her partner, maybe her dad. It's delicious. Delicious? <laughs> it's gonna smell really bad. It's like they're smelling. <gasps> yeah, they're smelling the jars. They're opening it up. It smells really tomato. Mm. What is it? Hi. <laughs> <I smell. laughs> and so they're sitting at the kitchen table, opening these ancient jars of food, and some of them just look so disgusting. But I'm wondering, like, is that actually, you know, if say the canned peaches, like, don't have the salad dressing. Yeah. That's a big no-no. Never have the salad dressing. It looks like, may- you know, 100 and some odd year old mayonnaise. No, thank you. That's not keeping. I don't care how good your canning was in 1904. But the peaches, I don't know. Is that okay? Like, I defer all of the food-safe questions in my life to things like, will this still be okay to eat, to my mom. Because when she was a little girl, she didn't have refrigeration. Yeah. And so they had, you know, they put cans of stuff in creeks. And things to keep it cold. (laughs) And so, so I, she, like, I feel really confident that she knows if something is going to be okay in terms of food safety. And, and I don't, I don't know, but you know, she grew up canning. Maybe if this can of peaches from 1904, if it was done properly, maybe it's still okay. Is that possible? I mean, should we call your mom? Mom, would you eat 115 year old peaches? If it was canned really well, Ma, in a cellar, is <laughs> it that was okay? canned well. Imagine if it was not canned well. <laughs> Karis and Jerry. Gord, we're talking on the show earlier about this woman uh, who discovered a bunch of uh, canned goods from like 1900, like 1904, 1905. She cracked them That's open crazy. to eat them. Would you do that? Well, the, the peach ones, I would give it a whirl because just imagine if they had a fermented they could have been the world's finest, smoothest peach snobs ever. Not only would that be disgusting, you would then now be selling this peach snobs, cellared peach snobs, possibly thousands of dollars. Well, $100 a half peach at least. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? And that could actually be really delicious. It could be. It could also be the most god-awful thing in Korea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, but Gord, is it worth the risk to roll the dice 100%. on this? I think so. I don't know. I if you got so. a shot of penicillin next to you, maybe. <laughs> well, it could be the penicillin all in one. Uh, the penicillin could have grown in there. <laughs> yes. That's amazing, Gord. Thanks, bud. Have a good one. So Kara says you defer all food expiry date related questions to your mom who lived in the age before refrigeration. Yes. Okay. Yeah, my mom grew up when she was a little girl. She did not have refrigeration. All right, would she eat 115-year-old peaches? Yeah, exactly. Would she? I don't know. Hi. Hi, mom. Yes. Hello, it's your daughter. 
I know. And and, and Jeremy, too. <laughs> and your and adopted morning, work Jer- son. <laughs> yeah, good morning, Jeremy. Hello. Uh, so, Mom, I just we're talking about this story of this woman that found the 150-some-old-year, you know, canned peaches in a cellar. And I was just wondering, because you grew up without refrigeration, would you eat that? Is, or do you think if those were canned well, would those still be okay to eat? No. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, boo. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, I trust no, mom wisdom like, always, so. I mean, I look, uh, oh, canned peaches, well, it, it, you know, okay, peaches, for example, are acidic, so they'd be okay for a few years, but a hundred and some years, no, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Even if the person canning them was just really good at canning, like, no, that seal can't be that good. That's right. It can't. The early show later with Karis and Jeremy. We went a food heavy show. It's like, I'm not going to fight your mom on eating peaches. You know, if your mom's (laughs) like, I'm not, don't eat the peaches, Karis. Don't eat them. No. You're 41. You don't have to prove anything to your mother. No, that's right. I'm not, I'm not going to, I take her word for it. (laughs) I know that my mom knows what she's talking about when it comes to food safety. Yeah. When it comes to expired peaches, probably 115 years is a long time. It's probably enough. I like that Gord's theory. It could be like the finest brandy. Maybe. <laughs> but also... We want a food-heavy show today. We started with oat milk. We started with 115-year-old canned meats and peaches. And we're going to end on people. Yeah, that's right. And, yep, we're talking about eating people. This was a story that when I saw it, I just I thought of you immediately, Karis. It's a story about uh, cannibals. Oh, good. I'm glad you thought of me. Yeah, immediately. You know me well. Uh, In the late 90s, James Gunn, right, Guardians of the Galaxy, other things, said that Charlie Kaufman penned a script for an alternate or reboot of Gilligan's Island that involved cannibalism. And James Gunn was like, yes, I will direct that. Like, of course. Are you kidding me? Warner Brothers, the studio, ginormous studio, is like, also, yeah, the world needs this. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But then some nerd named Sherwood Sherwood Schwartz was like, no. And who cares what this guy thinks except he created Gilligan's Island. Oh. No. Apparently he's a real kind of like straight-laced kind of guy that was like, no, this is my intellectual property treasure for the planet. Like, (laughs) Gilligan's Island, come on. Don't Uh, desecrate Gilligan's Island. What happened is he watched the Brady Bunch reboot in the 90s. And that was too spicy for him. Really? Yes. Wow. And then was horrified to think what James Gunn and Charlie Kaufman would do with uh, Cannibal Gilligan's Island. Well, I... And kiboshed it. That's that's too bad. Uh, And I really think that we were onto something when we were talking about Paradise Island. You know, the idea of pretty people being on an island together. Yeah, like Bachelor in Paradise... But it's where the pretty people eat each other. Yeah, it gets a little Lord of the Flies, though, as well. It's not it's, all just like, oh, my ties. Yeah, exactly. Sex. That's there. But, but then there's also this dark undercurrent of, you know, like, when are they all going to slowly kill each other and consume each other, you know, for breakfast? There are a couple movie movie studios in this city. And we know that you industry types listen to this program because you text us all the time. So, 
We're waiting for a contract. Exactly. We've got an idea. And we are ready to go forward with this. You just let us know when you're ready. And James Gunn, if you're listening, you can direct. The Early Show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. Yeah, let's get this movie made. Paradise Island, a Bachelor-like reality show, probably for copyright reasons. It can't be The Bachelor in Paradise, but Paradise Island. But things go wrong. Things go very wrong. Like, we just wrote a script for you guys. I know. And you know what? We even wrote this back when those paddle boarders that left Jared. This was, I don't know, a couple months ago now. But the paddle boarders, they got uh, stranded in Burrard Inlet down by the Lionsgate Bridge because they were trying to paddle board from Jericho Beach, from Spanish Banks, across to West Vancouver. And lo and behold, the current took them to the Lionsgate Bridge instead. And some of them, though, we thought maybe got stuck on an island out off the off West Van. And, you know, even back then we were thinking, listen, you know, I bet there'd be a show there with them stuck on the island. And, you know, it sort of devolves into cannibalism. So now if you took that to the next level and made them super pretty people and made, you know, added the whole sex aspect as well. I think it's a recipe for quite a spectacular yeah, program. A Though I also think it would be awesome to do a, a castaway survival story where the island, you can literally see a city of three million people from it. That would also be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> like that just on its own premise <laughs> is like, Wilson, how will I survive? And you can see you know, a Canadian metropolis from your beach. I will never get there. It's <laughs> right there, but I'll never yeah, make someone it. Someone coming. I've written help in the sand. Well, no. People, planes fly over and they're like, oh, that's adorable. Uh, <laughs> you know? Oh, so, look, they're down there. Oh. Uh, I'm sure they're fine. They're only a mile from the shore. Whatever. All right, let's call that a show, you guys. Thank you so much for being part of it. Oh, I like the text message we got on the Gilligan's Island, too. Someone's like, I wouldn't eat Mrs. Howell because she would taste like leather. Yes. And I mean, you just got to boil her longer. Exactly. And see, and this is where I think there could be cooking tips as part of this Paradise Island Cannibal show. You know, I think it could sort of, you could, it could blend into a cooking show as well as There's a another strange. Text, uh, they said they go for the skipper first. Uh, I think that was one I of the texts. So. It got dark yeah. on the text <laughs> line. <laughs> Whenever you involve cannibalism, it's going to get dark. Yeah. For hypotheticals sure. and uh, inter- entertainment, you know, it's, when it all comes together, people just, they have takes. And I love it. So thank you. It's for so takes. great. Yes. And thank you. You can always tweet us at any time of day or night at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, Hog, H-O-G-G. Or during our live radio program from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Monday to Friday, you can text us at 604-280-1027. You guys are neat. Thank you for listening to episode 44, the heavy flow cast. And uh, we got one more for you tomorrow. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.